Hello, everybody. This is Gerald Salenti, and it's Thursday. You got it. October 13th, day after Columbus Day. Oop, not allowed to say Columbus Day. And here are some of today's trends in the news. Ah, what a day on Wall Street, huh? Stocks staged a massive comeback on Thursday with the Dow Jones Industrial Average surging. It went up 1,500 points. It was down 500 points. Woof, shot up. And uh, it was up 827 points. The reason it was way down, the inflation numbers came out and they were worse than expected. And you remember Jerome Powell, the Fed head, Janet Yellen, our Treasury Secretary, former Fed head, Christine Lagarde over there in Europe, you know, the head of the ECB, and before that, the uh, head of the IMF, the International Mafia, oh, monetary fund, all denying that inflation was real for almost two years. They knew it was real. They wanted to keep the cheap money flowing. So now the numbers came in. And um, let's see, consumer price index increased 0.4% for the month, more than the 0.03% estimate by Dow Jones. So the annual inflation rate is 8.2%. Oh, they're saying, well, that's better than it was. And where were wages? Uh, about, you know, 5% up. But the real inflation number, when you go to John William Shadow stats, it's about 16%. Because increase in the cost of housing, that, that's, that was never added in. The uh, uh, price of uh, steak went up. No, no, no. People are eating chopped meat now. So we go by what they're eating and buying. So the real numbers are much higher. So when the numbers came out, the market whew, went way down because they're worried that the feds are going to raise interest rates high. Another 75 basis points and they meet on November 1st and 2nd. But what I'm saying is they're not going to. And you can just see how they artificially propped up this market. To me, it was totally fake. The plunge protection team. They're not going to let this thing sink before the midterm elections. So they may only raise interest rates 25 basis points, 50 basis points tops, so that the market spike between November 2nd and midterms elections in the USSA, the United Soviet States of America, these little pricks, and I can't say the other word, rob you of your rights and freedom. And that's midterm elections, November 8th. The ones that lock down our society, the damage that has been done by the COVID war globally is incalculable. The crime rates, the office occupancy, low rates, one thing after another, all the businesses that have gone out of business, and now, of course, the Ukraine war and the sanctions put on Russia, making a very bad situation worse. So, gold. Gold went down. Oh, by the way, before today, yesterday, you had the NASDAQ into bear market, the S&P into bear market territory, the Dow into bear market territory. And bear market means it's down more than 20% from its high. 
And we believe it's going to get a lot worse, but they're going to artificially prop it up again for the midterm elections. And I'm the only one that I know saying this. So gold prices fell on Thursday as higher than expected rise in U.S. September inflation. Cemented bets the Federal Reserve will persist with aggressive interest rate hikes. That's what they wrote on CNBC. Okay, wait a minute. Why did gold go down? Because the higher than expected rise in U.S. interest rates and the market skyrocketed up over 800 points because the game is rigged. And if you don't believe me, fine. Gold goes down because high expectations of higher interest rates. Markets go up because of high expectations of higher interest rates. So it doesn't make any sense. And what they're saying is now the word on the street is that, well, we've seen the, the, the worst of inflation. Investors may be betting that stronger than expected inflation report means prices will peak soon. Oh, yeah, they'll peak soon, but they're still peaking. Look how high they are. Look how high they've gone up. So that's it. It's total, 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 total. Bullshit. Here we go. Bullshit detected. Take precautions. That's it. Yeah, this is from the Wall Street Journal today. U.S. officials trade stocks on firm firms agencies oversee. Thousands of officials across government executive branch reported owning or trading stocks which stood to rise or fall with decisions their agency made, a Wall Street Journal investigation has found. Thousands of officials, official pieces of shit, arrogant, arrogant fucking scumbags. Playing the inside game, and these are the bureaucrats. Boy, do they put down the hardest regulations on we, the stupid little people of Slavelandia, as they're making all this inside dough. It's the USSA, the United Soviet States of America. And fascists, the merger of state and corporate powers. Calm down, Salenti. We'd like you if you didn't raise your voice and don't use foul language. Fuck face, that's not foul language. That's proper language in that kind of situation. Get it, dickhead? Supplier prices climbed in September. Oh, yeah. U.S. suppliers raised their prices in September after cutting them for two prior months. The producer price index, which measures the price that suppliers are charging businesses and other customers, rose seasonally adjusted 0.4% compared to a revised area. The PPI rose 8.5% in September from a year before. All right. The food at home price index only up 13% over the last 12 months, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. 
The index for cereal and bakery products only went up 16.2%. And index for dairy and related products only went up 15.9%. Um, the remaining grocery store food groups posted increase ranging from 9% meats, poultry, and fish and eggs to 15.7% other foods at home. All right. And the market goes up. With rising rates and rising debt, the taxpayer bill is finally coming due. Okay, so now as interest rates go up, you got to pay more on the government debt, which is at $31 trillion. And again, the only reason the dollar is so strong is because all the other currencies ain't worth shit. And what's going on in China with the yuan, you know, it keeps falling and falling. And because of all the zero COVID policy, that's destroyed the economy over there. It's destroyed. it. So what do you have? Total interest payments on government debt could come in at nearly $580 billion this fiscal year, up from $399 billion in the recently completed fiscal 2020. That's great, huh? Mortgage rates, almost at 7%. They had 6.92%, the highest in 20 years. How could the markets go up with this kind of data? Again, the crash that you're going to see, we're saying the biggest one's going to be in the business commercial real estate sector. People are not going to work. They're working more and more at home. It's, it's the metaverse world. And, you know, people don't want to commute an hour and a half each way. In, in Europe, it's like 46% occupancy rate. In the United States, on average, about 50%. All the businesses that depended on commuters are screwed. Again, we wrote in the Trends Journal this week. It just came out yesterday, um, excuse me, Tuesday, you know, that um, there are over 100,000 small businesses and medium-sized businesses in Italy going out of business. Yen falls into intervention zone with new 24-year low. They keep pumping in more cheap dollars, more cheap money, more cheap yen, trying to uh, pump up the markets. Again, it's at a 24-year low. Ready? Hedge funds bet on further lucrative gains for dollar. This is from Financial Times. Such trades are being made despite U.S. currency climbing 18% this year. 18%. The economy stinks. Everything's going down. But the other currencies are in worse shape. And again, when all else fails, they take you to war and we'll get there. And the new world is sort of, you're going to see crime violence escalate all over the world to levels that we've haven't seen in modern history. And you could thank all of this for the COVID war. And now of course, NATO and the United States expanding the Ukraine war that would have been over months ago between Ukraine and Moscow uh, uh, and Russia if the United States and NATO didn't send scores of billions of dollars to keep the war going. So that plus the COVID war has created a terrible situation, but the bigs keep getting bigger 
Albertson's merger with Kroger could be announced this week. Yep. Kroger is the largest of the two companies with a market cap of about $32 billion. Albertson's market cap is $15 billion. Bigs keep getting bigger, and all we are are plantation workers of Slavelandia. Before the Albertsons, before the Krogers, there used to be mom-and-pop grocery stores. Yeah, that's the way it used to be. I remember Morley's. I remember Diagostino's. Yeah, I remember all the small ones all over. Went to different ones for different things in different neighborhoods. Gone. From grocery stores, stationery stores, drug stores, hardware stores. Now it's all chains. And all we are are plantation workers chained in Slavelandia. Lego owner Kirkby to purchase Brain Pop. Yep, keep it going. Bigs keep getting bigger. Cybersecurity firm sells for $4.6 billion. Keep getting them bigger. Peabody, Coronado, and merger talks. Bigs keep getting bigger. Westinghouse to be sold for $7.9 billion in sign of nuclear power revival. Bigs keep getting bigger. Yep, all in your trends journal. And then, by the way, what happened with Alex Jones, and you know, I, do, I do a show on InfoWars every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern time. And I say what I want to say. You know, Alex Jones and I know each other a lot of years. We're good friends. And, you know, I didn't buy, I wasn't on his side with Trump, and I told him so. He said, Gerald, you say what you want to say. This is free speech. That's going back then. And now they find him almost a billion dollars what they call lying about what happened at Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook lies will cost Jones about $1 billion, New York Times. Okay. Lies? How about the lies that Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction and ties to Al-Qaeda? That's Scott Ritter, who, by the way, I did an interview with today that will be up on our site tomorrow. That so many others knew were lies. That Saddam Hussein didn't have weapons of mass destruction. Phil Giraldi, former top CIA guy, who spoke at our Peace and Freedom rally on uh, July 23rd, former CIA guy. He said all the CIA knew that there were no weapons of mass destruction. How about those lies? Why isn't Bush dick, dick, penis Cheney, Condoleezza Rice, all the ones that lied us into the war, how come they're not being brought up on trial? Why? Because this is the USSA, the United Soviet States of America. I told you what's going on with the scumbags, the fucks, officials that play the market, like that crap Kaplan over there with the Fed. That's out of the news playing millions of dollars before they would announce something. That little scumbag up in Mass of two shits. That was the other guy up there. Rosengren or something like that. All playing the game as they fuck over us and steal our money. And I got some stupid fucking shitheads saying, calm down, Salenti. I'm not a fighter. I swallow shit. 
How come you don't swallow the shit that I swallow? I'm a shit swallower. I'm an American. I vote Democratic. I vote Republican. I'm really fucking stupid. I vote for lesser of two evils. And that girl I got, she was almost pregnant. West steps up military aid to Ukraine after Russian barrage. Oh, after Russian barrage? You mean the Russian barrage after they blew up the Crimea Bridge. And Lloyd Austin, our defense secretary, formerly on Raytheon, again, the one big club, the second defense contractor, biggest defense contractor in the United States. At Wednesday's meeting at the Ukraine Defense Contract Group, U.S. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin said Russia's latest attacks had laid bare, quote, its malice and cruelty. Oh, yeah, since invading Ukraine. How about the malice and cruelty when you were playing, you know, army guy over there in Iraq and Afghanistan? How about that, huh? How about that murderous cruelty? That's different, Solenti. Calm down. Swallow the shit. Tune into CNN, the Cartoon News Network. Fox, MSNBC, NPR, F-U-C-K. Yep, malice and cruelty, huh? You're talking about malice and cruelty? You should kill what? Million people? Of course, it's eight trillion bucks, the two wars, according to some reports. The hypocrisy, that's why I want to, I expect Ukraine will continue to do everything it can throughout the winter to regain territory and to be effective on the battlefield, Austin said. Oh, you think so? You weren't effective on the battlefield. How come you think they're going to be effective? When you got it wrong, how could they get it right? West to boost Kiev's air defense. Isn't that great? More of our money going to keep the war going that would have been over a long time ago. Ready for this? Ukraine behind attacks on Russia's regions, Prime Minister admits in prank calls. Ukraine Foreign Minister has admitted that Kiev is behind sabotage operations in Russia. Dmitry Kuliba, whoever they always say his name, was speaking to a person he believed to be a former American ambassador to Moscow. Well, if you were to ask me who blows up things in Crimea or Belgorod, then speaking privately, as much as we can have on a Zoom call, I tell you, yes, that was us. The admission was obtained by two Russian entertainers who go on the stage named Vovon and Lexus. They usually pose as foreign officials, blah, 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 blah. All right. Zelensky asked for $55 billion to cover budget deficit. $55 billion, and guess what? All the morons in America dip into your pocket. The United States is going to hand over $18 billion for the deficit. Isn't that great? Hey, how about giving it to the people in Florida that lost their homes? Fuck them. Got to go to the military-industrial complex and keep the war going. And then we have the uh, former president of Russia, Dmitry Medvedev, saying that NATO has admitted it's at war against Russia. 
Secretary General, Secretary Generals, John Stoltenberg, Sluttenberg, may have inadvertently admitted that the Western military alliance is at war with Moscow. Um, this issue is a statement that he said on Tuesday that a military victory for Russia in Ukraine would be a defeat for NATO. Vivedev called the comment, quote, an open confirmation of NATO's participation in the war against our country, an unwise, pure-hearted remark. The honest Norwegian fellow has finally admitted, end quote. Stoltenberg uh, said it's urgent. Let's see, hold it. Um, press conference with Ukrainian defense ministers. Among other issues, the ministers will discuss blah, blah, blah. Quote, there's an urgent need for air defense, but of course also many other capabilities, precision guided ammunition, HIMARS, and other advanced modern NATO standard systems, Stoltenberg said. Sluttenberg. Right, all this stuff he said. And uh, Stoltenberg said, it's important for all of us that Ukraine wins the battle. It's not important to me. I could give a flying fuck. This has been going on for 300 years, back and forth to them. This thing would have ended months ago if you didn't keep the bloodying the killing fields. They're no threat to America, what's going on here. There's a border dispute. And again, all the facts are in your Trends Journal. You know, week after week, we've been writing this. And when it began back in 2014, the war against the evading Russian forces because of Putin wins, that is not only a big defeat for Ukrainians, but it will also be a defeat and dangerous for all of us. Look how they're promoting nuclear war. Dangerous for all of us? It has to do with what's going on in the Donbass region, the violations in the Minsk Agreement, the 14,000 people that were killed in Donbass, and the United States coup of Viktor Yanukovych in 2014 the democratically elected president of Ukraine. And what else do we have here? Well, we've got a lot more. I'll be in your trends journal. But I want to sum it up with, you got a guy like, and he looks like too. U.S. Army to expand weight rule. The United States Army will reportedly cancel weight limits for its troops allowing obese soldiers to stay in service and continue to be eligible for promotions. A rule change comes on the heels of the Army falling 25% short of recruiting goal for its 2022 fiscal year. Despite enlistment bonuses being raised to as high as $55,000. So what do you have? Again, we've been writing about this for years. 42% of Americans are obese, 71% are overweight. So what you got here now is they're too fat to fight. And again, when you look at the COVID war, who was dying from it? Type 2 diabetics, obesity, respiratory ailments, on and on, not healthy people. But all that's ignored. So that's what the country looks like.
Hey, Lloyd Austin, maybe if you, uh, they keep you now because you've got put on you a couple of pounds on you too. And we got a lot more, a lot more, a lot, lot, lot more. And it's all in your trends journal. You look at this week's magazine, there are forecast trends in there. You know, it's, it's the battle is spiritual. War or peace, good or evil. Which side do you choose? Which side do you choose? Which God do you believe in? No God, no God of any of the religions supports war. None. But from the Protestants to the Episcopalians to the Baptists to the, to the Lutherans to the Catholics to the Jews to the you name them, the Seventh-day Adventists, the Ninth Day will make up anybody that we want to make up as to the Mormons. No big movement for peace except the universal church of freedom, peace, and justice. Freedom, peace, justice.com. I am a warrior for the Prince of Peace. What are you? And what are you doing for it? Please donate what you can because we have to get a major peace movement going. It has to go global or else it's going to be hell on earth. Oh, yeah, when you come out of your bunker after a nuclear explosions, oh, it'll be wonderful. Yeah, you'll just melt away over a couple of you know, months. It'll be fine. But you'll be safe down in a nuclear uh, uh, shelter. Anyway, that's some of your trends in the news. Again, tune in to uh, Judge Napolitano's broadcast with me yesterday. And tomorrow, we're going to be putting up Scott Ritter. You're not going to want to miss that one. Thanks for tuning in. From COVID war to Ukraine war to world war. Are you prepared for what's next? These are unprecedented times. What's next? What's going to happen? Read the Trends Journal. We have an unsurpassed track record of forecasting history before it happens. Subscribe to the Trends Journal. Read history before it happens. From the world leader in trend forecasting.